Welcome back to another episode of Messy Now. I know it's been a little delayed since my last episode and it's been one heck of a week, which is the reason why I am running behind. I kicked off my 33rd birthday by taking a trip with my mom to Myrtle Beach and we made a couple of stops along the way and then we wrapped up the trip by visiting my little sister. (laughs) This was one of the most interesting things that I've done in the past six months or I guess I should say a year because I had a whole lot of problems. Now during this trip we stopped and we picked strawberries, we, we went to the beach, we watched the sunrise and just took it all in. We rode in a helicopter. Yes, I was bold enough and brave enough, I should say, to get in a helicopter. And once he got over that water, I just looked at him and I was like, how long are we going to be over this water? And he looked at me and started laughing. I'm like, yeah, that's not funny at all. But it was one heck of a trip. And we wrapped it up by stopping to see my younger sister. And it was pretty funny because the way to a college student's heart it's through groceries. Seriously, y'all, if you got a college student in your life and you want to show them some love or you need to find out what's going on with them, pop up, say, hey, you need anything? You know, <laughs> send them a gift card or something or just go down and take them grocery shopping. And that was how we got through to my sister, groceries and food. That's how we got through to her. And we're sitting at the table eating dinner and her and my mom start going back and forth. And then they look at me <laughs> and my sister's looking at me like, are you going to help me? And I, I just like, well, being that men, our mom, have had problems, I'm just going to stay out of it. But I am going to say this. If you are the only person having problems with the both of us, I'm just going to tell you like the therapist and everybody else has been telling me. You are the common denominator. <laughs> my sister just laughed. It's like, yeah, that's how I got out of that one because I had deflected back onto my mom because I really felt like my sister was in my shoes to be honest so at that point me and my sister could double team it but we didn't we just left it alone but it was a funny little experience and we just took it and laughed now the purpose for this podcast today is to talk about common denominators and I do want to try to keep this one short and to the point because number one my past few podcasts I've gone over and tried to edit down and I've just chopped them up when I've stayed within my time limit I've done perfectly fine just cutting out the background noises, my breathing and all that. And I am working on my breathing now. I'm working on my breathing. Right now I am taking a medication for my lungs and my skin and everything else that's been going on with my life. But I'm pulling it together. Now, back to common denominators. As we all may know, common denominators can be seen different ways. Mathematically, relationally. Hey, the figures are just not anything I want to talk about today. So we're going to stay along the, the relationship lines. A common denominator defined by the Urban Dictionary is a factor that appears the same in different situations. And as we saw, my mom was the common denominator in spats, I guess, the little disputes between her and my sister and me. Situations where, you know, you're just going back and forth with people or you find yourself at odds with people. And I know someone posted on social media recently. I know I do a lot of social media, but someone posted on social media, like be aware of that friend that can't keep friends. Now it's not always that person. It's not because a lot of the people that like to deflect other things onto people have problems in other areas. And I will honestly say that I've had little weaknesses in all of my pockets Because I was always that friend that everybody could go to or I never said anything. Or I was always the one inviting people places. And I was always the person doing for everyone. And then everybody took advantage of that. (laughs) I will admit that 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 was a sore spot with me. 
And when I found myself a little offended, I had to reevaluate a lot. And at this point, yes, I was the common denominator. And I will admit that because I was allowing these things to happen. Now, in the case with my mom and my sister and I, the common denominator was her because me and my sister are both grown, (laughs) believe it or not. And there comes a point between the adult and the parent role and your adult children. And I don't know why I'm going down this route, but at some point, families have to let go. You can't control your grown children. You can give them input. You can open your doors. You can do whatever you can to help them, but you cannot control what they do with that help. Or you cannot control what they do with their resources. You can't control them at all once, (laughs) you know, they've moved out your home. And even if they do come back, they're just a visitor in your home. Now, if you choose to use the method of putting someone out or using your help or utilizing your help to control them, then that's a whole nother conversation. But anyways, if you continue to find yourself in these situations, I, I do advise you to get some outside counsel. Because I did, I did find myself in those situations. And that's how I am able to talk about certain things. Because it's like, if things keep happening, if certain things keep happening, then ding, 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 you are the problem. You are the problem, regardless of what you think. And I had to reevaluate myself, as I mentioned. And I had to remove myself. I had to recreate myself. And I had to remove myself from people, from situations, And I had to humble myself, to be honest, to be able to handle my business in a way that was appropriate for my lifestyle. Now, come on, don't manipulate people because you want them to come and yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, your highness and all this stuff. I know that's a bit far, but people do manipulate you because you don't want to help somebody because they don't dress you. If somebody needs help and they come to you, they're not going to come to you like dear so it's a me personally, I'm gonna be like, I need help. <laughs> There's no way to dress up needing help. Because if somebody's coming to you and they need help, it's probably been a fire or been a situation that's been going on for a very long time. And there are no pleasantries when there are like emergency situations or things that have been going on for a very long time or things that have been swept under a rug for a very long time. And I find these are situations where families involved or close relationships, you know, communicate with people. But don't be aggressive. Allow people to be who they are, but don't allow people to take advantage of you. Don't allow people to abuse you. Don't allow people to abuse your resources. One of the situations I found myself in, I had to pick up my slack, but I could only do it within my means. So if that meant picking up an extra job, you know, or whatever, I did it. But I found that my giving was not enough. And I was still being treated a certain way. So you have to know when to remove yourself and when to ask for help. You have to know when you have to pick up slack. And you also have to know when it's not you. Don't let everyone place the blame on you or use you as a scapegoat because that's what's convenient or easy for them. Gaslighting is real. I don't want to talk about that very much, but I think the girl on the train did gaslighting. That was one of the movies where I could easily tell you about gaslighting. The ex-wife was uh, manipulated down to believe that she was a problem. And then when it came to the new wife, she felt like the new wife was in danger or, you know, it was just weird. She was trying to signal, although she did come across crazy, 
She actually was being manipulated. I'm going to wrap things up right here. Because I have two quotes today that I want to lead out with. He who looks outside dreams. He who looks within awakens by Carl Jung. What I took from that quote when I read it. I even posted it on my social media before even recording this podcast. Was that nothing in your life is going to work until you do the work. Or your dreams aren't going to come true until you actually pull yourself together and put in that time. It's like you take your ideas and you put them on paper. That's the best way I can explain it. My second quote is insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And it's traced back to Albert Einstein, but I also have it traced by people saying unknown. So it's not a confirmed quote. Um, but the point behind that one is if you see yourself going down the same road over and over again, it is time to reevaluate. Think about it. If you keep bumping heads with people, people keep using you and abusing you, or even you keep feeling a certain way or in a certain environment, it's time to remove yourself. Or it's time to implement some different steps, go a different direction. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Messy. I definitely appreciate you listening and I hope you have an amazing week.